Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN Political Director. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Thursday, August 3rd. Former President Donald Trump was arrested for the third time in four months today. Donald Trump had his first appearance in federal court in Washington, D.C. today. This comes after that indictment revealed earlier this week from special counsel Jack Smith as the results of his investigation into the efforts that Trump employed to overturn the legitimate 2020 election. The former president was placed under arrest, processed, and arraigned in court. He has been charged with four counts, conspiracy to defraud the United States, conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding, obstruction of an attempt to obstruct an official proceeding, and conspiracy against the right to vote and to have one's vote counted. He pleaded not guilty to all the charges against him and was released pending trial. In that indictment, prosecutors claim that Donald Trump, quote, was determined to remain in power after losing the election and that he had six unindicted co-conspirators orchestrating a plot to overturn the results in the lead-up to what we saw took place at the Capitol on January 6, 2021. Now, the identities were withheld of those unindicted co-conspirators in the indictment, but CNN has been able to identify five of the six co-conspirators based on quotes in the indictment and other context from our reporting. They are former Trump lawyers Rudy Giuliani, John Eastman, Sidney Powell, former Department of Justice official Jeffrey Clark, and pro-Trump lawyer Kenneth Cheesebro. Now, as I said at the top, this is Trump's third arrest in four months. You'll recall he was also indicted for business fraud in New York back in March. That was related to the Stormy Daniels hush money case. And he was indicted by special counsel Jack Smith in a different case for how he handled classified documents. That, too, is a federal case like the one today. It is being heard and argued in Florida. He traveled from Bedminster, New Jersey, where he has a golf club and where he spends his summers, down to Washington, D.C., with his lawyers Todd Blanche and John Loro, as well as some of his campaign advisors. On his way to the hearing, Trump posted a message to his Truth Social account, quote, Biden and his family steal millions and millions of dollars, including bribes from foreign countries, and I'm headed to D.C. to be arrested. This obviously is all part of Trump's quest to get his base of support enthused, get them clicking on donate buttons bringing in the money and solidifying his position in the Republican nomination race atop the field of his competitors. Here's some more detail and reporting from my CNN colleague about what went down in the hearing today. The former president uh, mostly looked straight ahead. He looked around the room. There were a few times where he and Jack Smith looked at each other. It was absolutely more Jack Smith looking in his direction. Uh, but the former president, uh, because of the vantage point, uh, absolutely uh, saw Jack Smith. Um, one of the things that I think uh, was interesting was uh, the, the former president, uh, you know, you heard him just a few times. He uh, said, uh, yes, uh, yes, I do. When the judge asked him if he, un- if he understood uh, the charges, if he understood his right to remain silent. Uh, and of course, when he said, uh, when he pleaded not guilty, uh, he didn't speak directly into the microphone. He spoke uh, directly ahead. 
uh, you know, the, 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 the demeanor of the former president, it, it reminded me a lot of, you know, your, during, during, the, uh, during the presidential debates with Hillary Clinton, when uh, uh, candidate Clinton uh, said something to get under his skin. That's the look he had on his face uh, quite a few times as he sat there with his attorneys having some discussions as he waited about 20 minutes for the judge to take her seat uh, at, uh, in the courtroom. So uh, now we expect, obviously, uh, that this is a, this is a, uh, a case that's going to start moving a lot more quickly. The location of today's hearing shouldn't be lost on anyone. This hearing occurred at the federal courthouse in Washington, the E. Barrett Prettyman Federal Courthouse. This courthouse is right near the Capitol, so right near the scene of that insurrection on January 6th. Over 1,000 Capitol rioters have gone through the motions of a first appearance at this very same courthouse the way that Donald Trump is doing so today. It has been a central vehicle of accountability for the January 6th attack. Day after day, the courthouse has been where judges, defendants, lawyers, witnesses, jurors, and court officials have had to constantly revisit the events of that horrific day and what led up to it. Even today, a proud boy from Washington state was sentenced to 75 days behind bars in the same courthouse where Donald Trump made this initial appearance. Now, we have heard from Trump's attorney over the last few days in public interviews and through our reporting with the Trump legal team, we are beginning to understand the contours of the defense that the Trump team is going to make, as well as the central themes of the case that Smith and his team plan to prosecute. Obviously, that is sort of laid out in the indictment. One of the things made clear in the indictment that the prosecution plans to pursue before a jury is to argue that Donald Trump knew he had lost the election. It cites a litany of officials from his attorney general to his vice president to the director of national intelligence to his senior campaign aides. It has an entire litany of folks who made crystal clear to Donald Trump that he had lost the election. And it is that state of mind that is important to the prosecution that gets to his intent. It seems that Donald Trump's defense is going to be he believed truly that the election was fraudulent and that his comments were simply protected by the First Amendment as political speech. The indictment makes clear that Donald Trump can indeed tell falsehoods publicly. That's not illegal. It turns criminal when he acts on those lies in a conspiracy to defraud the United States. And that's what's alleged here. Former Attorney General Bill Barr, handpicked by Donald Trump, you'll recall, highlighted that very fact on CNN last night. As the indictment says, you know, he, he, they're not attacking his First Amendment right. Uh, he can say whatever he wants. He can even lie. He can even tell people that, uh, that uh, the, the election was, was stolen when he, when he knew better. But that does not protect you from entering into a conspiracy. All conspiracies involve speech. Barr also told Caitlin that he believes Jack Smith has a lot more evidence up his sleeve than he's showing in the indictment, that the indictment is just the tip of the iceberg. It's also interesting to note that while Barr said his former boss should not be the Republican presidential nominee in 2024, he wouldn't at this stage rule out voting for Donald Trump if indeed he were to be the nominee. Meanwhile, other Republicans have been coming to Trump's defense all this week, including today and blaming the so-called weaponization of the Justice Department. 
Here is a Florida Congressman Byron Donald who has endorsed Trump's presidential campaign on Fox News. Look, the president's a fighter. Um, he's not going to stand for this, and no American should, because what this is from Jack Smith is a complete violation of an individual's First Amendment rights. You're allowed to speak about elections and the outcomes, even if big media and the radical left don't like it. You're allowed to say it. Because he was the candidate in that election, he's allowed to use all means possible, legally speaking, to try to find a way to fight the outcome. He's allowed to do that. Nobody can take that away from you, especially some rogue knucklehead prosecutor out of the Department of Justice. And just some political context here on this day of Trump making this appearance. And again, just think about the history of the day. This is the former president of the United States being arrested and arraigned in a case about his alleged attempts to overturn a legitimate election while he's seeking the presidency yet again. It's mind-boggling. And here's something else that's mind-boggling. A brand-new CNN poll conducted by SSRS shows that among Republicans and Republican-leaning independents, we are seeing an uptick saying that Joe Biden was not legitimately elected in 2020. That now is nearly 7 in 10. 69% of Republicans and Republican-leaning independents do not believe Joe Biden was legitimately elected in 2020. That is the success of Donald Trump's continued lying about the results. He has the largest megaphone in the Republican Party, and now millions upon millions of Americans believe in that lie. And that poses a real threat to American democracy. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.